Hey everyone, welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things moss with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Mike. This will be our 23rd episode. Um, last week we just went over chapter 16 of A Court of Miss and Fury because, y'all, that had a lot in it. I mean, we got almost two hours out of one chapter, so let's be honest, we made the right call there. Um, this week we're going to be tra- uh, diving into chapters 17 and 18. Um, guys, buckle up. It's the Bone Carver, and I love him. He's so spooky, which is perfect because it's, uh, well, no, yeah, this is our last episode in October then that we'll record in October because Saturday's all how, oh my God, Saturday's already how, okay, sorry, I'm getting off topic. Um, regardless, so, um, let's see, remember, we're all about spoilers and cursing. I mean, I don't know how many times I have to warn you. I feel the need every week in case we get some, like, somebody starts listening just at the newest episode. Like, I feel the need to just keep this warning in here. So again, you've been warned. Um, I had a I had a great conversation this week <laughs> with uh, Sky's library. She uh, kind of shouted us out this week, and <laughs> she was like, "She was like, this is one of my favorite pods, y'all." And I made a little comment. I was like, "You know," and it involves some cursing. And she goes, "Some." Da, da, da. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, okay, okay, maybe fair a enough. lot, <laughs> maybe yeah, a lot, fair, maybe a lot, maybe a little more." <laughs> so, fair enough. So fair enough. enough. <laughs> um. But yeah, so this week's the Bone Carver. Next week we got the Weaver, and then like, oh my God, we got so like we're getting into the like the meat of it, man. So uh, Madison, tell us about the first family dinner that we had last week. Okay, honestly, first family dinner was a complete success. We meet some of the sexiest men in the fictional world, as in Cass. Uh, you're oh. honestly our wet dreams. Uh, we get to know more a bit better. Amarin is the bad bitch we all desire to be. Uh, then we get a little history lesson about, honestly, the three bastard brothers that um, grew up to be a family. And we all wish we were a part of this family. I mean, come on. Um, and at the end of the dinner, Farrah decides to work with Reese. And Reese pretty much tells her, uh, LOL, work begins tomorrow. <laughs> awesome. I want to... Oh, 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 Caitlin. I was going to say, I was just, I always giggle at the, like, where she's like, okay, I'll work for you. And everybody at the table's like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? And Reese is like, okay, cool. Yeah, sounds good. Most casual job interview ever. I would sign up for, you wouldn't even have to pay me for this. This would not be a, it would be volunteer work. I would not be paid. Just saying. Just saying. Caitlin, as you so politely hinted, when does the work begin? The work slightly begins, but not really. Um, at least in this chapter. Yeah, we have a teaser of the work, I guess. <laughs> a slight teaser. A little preview. Yeah. So after dinner and after um, what Farah says, the um, stop debating and snarling at who wanted to do what um, and be where while Reese and I were in the prison, um, Reese flies her back to the townhouse. And something that she brings up, she was like, I felt you through the bond again. Like, did you have your shields up? And he goes, no. And he says, this bond is a living thing. An open channel between us, shaped by my power, shaped by what you needed when we made the bargain. I need, And here's what she said. I needed to be dead when I agreed. He goes, I needed not to be dead, you still. <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> I needed to be dead. Well, that's good. That's good. I mean, you know, yes. that's almost, that's that almost be, as romantic you know, as a date I, I needed to be dead. It kind of works it. And he goes, you needed to not be alone. 
Oh. And it was just like, oh. And he also goes, I'm still learning how and why we can sometimes feel things that others do. Wow. Feel things the other doesn't want to know. So I don't have an explanation for what you felt tonight. Bitch, it's the bond. I think it's adorable because, <laughs> like, he's bond. still learning. He's, but we see that, like, Reese is still learning how it works because, like, obviously he hasn't had a mating bond for, before, you know? So, like, he's like, I don't really know how this works, but I can't tell you what it is. Yeah, so, so he's still, like, he's still playing it off that it's, like, their, their bargain that they made. But I just, like... I'm going to scoff for the next, like, 150 pages yeah. every time. It's like, oh, it's the bargain. Yeah, but you can play it off so well because we know he can see through it. I know. I'm just going to scoff, though. I'm going to be like, <sighs> yeah. Every so, time. They had- Dude, wait till you get to my part with her little confession. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not, the, not the next 150, more like the next 400. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot how long this slow burn lasts. This is a, okay, this is a long slow burn. But it's a spicy slow burn. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. That's why I think I'm less mad about it because it's like. It's worth it in the end. It's worth it. It's worth it in the end because when they come together, it's not like they come together and then something automatically tears them apart and they can't be together. Oh, my, oh my God. God. That was that was a dramatic. That was yeah, a here, here, you know why? It's because I read this book this week. <laughs> Guys, I read this book this week. At 30%, they're having the hottest sex alive. And then nothing for like <laughs> nothing for like 50 more percent of the book and i was like are you shitting me well we were talking about it on friday night and madison was like giving me books to recommend and she was like no don't read this one anymore it's it's not worth it i know that's what i'm saying so like she was like live updating her recommendations exactly yes. so i was like you know what fuck this fuck this so this book though i'm okay with because like you know they they get together and they fucking stay together <laughs> Except for the fact well, that she goes especially... back to the spring court. Well, yeah, but I was I was gonna say, but that's still not as bad though, because one, she like she risks going down the bond to check in with them because she just they they feel the need to, and two, she's fucking a bad bitch in spring court, so I'm for it. But she's true. also still always checking in with him. It's not like she's going back yeah, exactly. to Tam. That's that yeah. True. It's not like they're actually like broken. Exactly. Up, true. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, that's fair. That's a, that's a totally separate way, argument. <laughs> We digress slightly. Only slightly. Um, so then um, Pharaoh then starts to press Reese on the facade that he had to put up with Amarantha. Um, she's like, why did you do it? He goes, his explanation was, I love my, I love my people. I love my people and my family. Do not think I wouldn't become a monster to keep them protected. Like he's just, he, he would be willing to do that again. And yeah, She's like, but at what cost? And all of a sudden she realizes Amarantha's whore. Um, which is just so what he goes on to Ugh. explain like how we did. It. I don't know what happened when I first read this book. I definitely skimmed over this though. Cause I wasn't really she was, she was so into chapter 54, she was like, fuck this. <laughs> I, and you know what? I'm not gonna lie, because I did skip right to <laughs> chapter not fifty-four. I skipped to chapter fifty-five. I know, but either way. It starts with 54. I don't understand you people. No, there's too much explanation in that. I don't want to get to that part. Oh my god, whatever. You're ridiculous. So Go on. Reese goes on to explain like what he did. So one, Amarantha took all of his power, um, but he actually she actually left a little, like he she left like bits and pieces here and there. So what he did was he literally 
all of the people that he took, that she took from the court of nightmares, he controlled their minds for every second of the day for 50 years. Like he was weaving this like web of lies saying that like to make it seem like Valerius wasn't there, the people like his friends and his family, they didn't know him. They just knew that he was just this like horrible high Lord. And then with his remaining powers, he literally shielded Valerius. Like we're talking like Hogwarts style shielding that whenever like someone came upon it, it was just like a pile of rocks. Or when they came like came closer, they like remembered something and had to turn away and go do something else. And then in order to stop Amarantha from um, asking questions and because he like couldn't shield himself from her, he literally became her whore. Like he's like, I'm going to distract you with sex in order for you to not actually ask any questions. And that way, like you wouldn't really feel the need to break into my mind and actually see all the stuff that's going on. And, and I feel like that was even because then to like keep her occupied, not just like with just pure sex, he literally had to act like a monster because that's what she found attractive. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, oh. Farah does note she's like, it's a shame that um, everyone sees you as the monster that you betrayed and not the person that he is. And I was like, oh, oh so you're like slightly liking him. Like, it's getting there slowly but surely. Um, we're we're almost at the I'm friends with you phase. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His response is so like sad though. Like it's good, but it's sad because then he like just quietly was like, as long as the people who matter yeah. know who I am, that's great. And then he just like flies off and I'm like, oh Yeah, and it's just it's so it's so sad. It's heartbreaking. So, yeah. So then Barry goes to sleep. And has a lovely nightmare where she is laying naked on the floor oh under the gosh. mountain. Amarantha's running a knife over her, telling her, um, you're as much as a monster as me. Don't waste your tears. Oh, man. And then she says, I'm going to make an eternity. A, a, I'm going to make eternity a hell for you. So, oh, and she um, also then pierces the sensitive flesh beneath my breast. Oh, cash. Nice. I think that's how you like stab them to get into the heart, though. Oh, yeah! You, you, go, you, go, you go up through, like, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, you slip it between the ribs yeah. right under boob. I realize that's. Not yeah, I realize that we knew what that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. was over here looking in yeah. bliss before I knew that information. My bad. <sighs> okay. Um. So she. Um. All of a sudden, she, like, wakes up screaming. And Reese is the one that actually pulls her out of this dream. He's yelling at her, Farah. He says, open your eyes. And um, at this point, she is also slightly on fire. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, man. That's okay. I, I wake up on fire all the time. Yeah, me too. Um, just every – it's a casual occurrence every so often. Um, so then – He's like, he's telling her it's a dream, trying to get her back. And the description of Reese is like, what the heck is, Farah? like, how? She goes, the moonlight trickling through the windows illuminate the dark lines of swirling tattoos down his arms, his shoulders, across his sculpted chest, like the ones I bore on my arm. And I was just like, how do you, like, if you really dislike someone, like, how do you see that description as, like, just... Why aren't you fucking me right now? Guys, can we chat? Can we Mine chat for was... a moment? Like, let's talk about that little description right there. All I want him to do is like pull up shirtless on a motorcycle. 
What is it with you and motorcycles all of a sudden? Dude, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, literally, like, the, the swirls of tattoos. He's, you know, dark and dangerous. And, like, I don't know. I've never been on a motorcycle. I just feel like, you know, bad boy motorcycle vibes. Like, I just want him to roll up on one and be like, hop on. Okay. 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 See, you guys are stuck on, I mean, granted, that is a very nice, very nice description. Mine's when he's yelling her name to wake her up. The voice was at once the night and the dawn and the stars and the earth and every inch of my body calmed at the primal dominance in it. I'm just saying, I want to hear that. I want to hear Reese say my name like that. I'm, I'm just throwing Say my name, say my name. Okay. She's just, you have just been waiting for that, haven't you? You have been waiting. <laughs> well, that worked. I really could tell myself. Jesus what a rough morning. Um, that's fair. It's afternoon, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so then, of course, she, like, she's, remember, she's in Bel Air's, and then all of a sudden she, um, again, her hands are on fire, and then she happens to go vomit. Which she usually does after those dreams. But the cute thing is, guess who's there to hold back her hair and not actually pretend to still be asleep? Huh. I don't know if you want to call that cute. Uh, no, if a man is holding I don't, back your hair while you're up your guts, that's No, it's, let's it's think of a different sense verb. Of that. Or not verb, adjective. Let's think of a different, like cute. Caring. No, how about like caring? Yeah, that's caring. caring. Like that's great. It's not okay, cute fine, to fine. be like, my hands are on fire. I'm vomiting. <laughs> Someone's holding my hair. God, that's super cute. Uh, that's sweet. Sweet. You know, that's caring. that's kind of you. That's, that's not all the cute. What the, what the fuck is cute about that? My my mouth now smells like a garbage can. <laughs> okay, that's like fair. don't go kiss me that's after fair. this. I although okay, so we're not calling it cute, but the little banter they kind he kind of has with her to like encourage her, where he's like, you know, imagine them flickering out one by one, and then she just literally, it's like she heaves the heat out of her, and he's like, oh, yeah, she literally throws up the fire. Uh, their banter can be oh. cute. <laughs> the actual okay. holding of the hair is not cute. Yeah. It's not cute, but side note, ladies, if you have a man and like maybe you're hungover, I don't know, maybe you got stomach bug, I don't know, and he's not no, willing to hold back your me. hair while you puke, fucking yeah, drop, drop him. him and leave. I'm telling. Okay, yeah, if you, okay, hang on. If you're like Caitlin and you don't like that, then fine. But if you would like the caring gesture and he's like, oh, God, no, like, yeah, you like can go find yourself pain. a man that will do that. I like to sit in my pain and not talk to anybody. Um, Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Ah, so funny. Um, So here's the other interesting fact. Um, They actually talk about the dream. And then Reese talks about his nightmare. I don't really like this. Which honestly makes me want to cry. It's just like, it's so devastating. Like, oh man. Pretty much. Especially knowing we have that scene coming up where we know he's having a nightmare. Yeah, like, you know actually what I mean? has, he has like, this nightmare. So you're like, yeah, was this what he was seeing? Oh, yeah. And like, it's just like ugh, the nightmare is just so horrible. But something that they talk about it is that he, his little, other than the fact that the nightmare is literally ripping Cassian's and Az's ring wings out and pinning them, he talks about how he talked, like, he fails up. Like, that is literally like, Yes, this is pretty gruesome and pretty gross. But the thing that is his nightmare is that he fails his people. And that's just not something he wants to do. 
which just goes to show what type of guy he is. Yeah, because he she even was like trying to reassure him, like you never yeah. failed him, and he's like, "But I had to do horrible things to like make sure I didn't." And she's like, "So did I, but like that doesn't make you exactly. a bad person." Honestly, it's it, I feel like people I feel like people ignore Reese's yeah. pain sometimes. You know what I mean? Like they're they're we all. I mean, you rightly should like focus on Ferris. She's the protagonist, obviously, but like Reese went through more shit. Yeah, he has lived longer to go through that shit. He's he's lived five what five hundred. Well, I meant just like tr- I'm even just talking about like under the mountain. I feel like he went. Yeah, that is true. A lot. Um. So Ashley turning. Um. <clears throat> well, here's something that he does. His other hand stroked long, soothing lines down the curve of my back. Oh. Like, huh? That's so sweet. That is so sweet. Why did she have to ask where the flames come from? Like, I feel like that's a pretty obvious well, I mean, But maybe she didn't I mean, know. You know, confirmation. Yeah. Okay. If I had all I these fucking powers, I'd want to, you know, confirm where the fuck they came yeah. from. Yeah. I'd be very curious to see. Because, I mean, she also asked about the Dawn Court. Like, when she has, like, the light, she's like, oh, is this Dawn Court? Dude, the Dawn Court, isn't that Dawn Court the one where it's the light and also... Or no, is it day that which one is like where she can undo spells? Is it dawn or not day? I thought that was dawn. I don't know. Oh, maybe day car might be the like one they, that she yeah, like they heal the light. I think day is the light and other like stuff like that. But the one I think it's cool the power where like she can literally like heal things, but also like undo yeah. spells. I was like, that's I'll have to reread. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always. I always get those two mixed up. Um, so she finally like goes back to sleep. Actually, she falls asleep in the bathroom, but then wakes up in her bed in clean sheets. Because um, a real man takes care of you. Seriously. Um, yeah. So then the next day, Farah and Reese go to prison. Go to the prison. <laughs> well, wow. Go to prison. <laughs> I think we could have introduced that I a little better. Have, I still have it say, so Farah and Reese go to the prison. That's literally what I have in my notes. You just lost the one, like, tiny little... I did, that is They true. go to prison. I mean... It, it's a new plot line, guys. I don't know. We have a special edition of they, the like, theory that no captured. one has ever read. They somehow get captured. I don't know. It, I, it's not, I was going to say, it's not beyond the realm of possibilities. Think of all the different, like, special editions. You know, we just have one of those that had <laughs> bonus content, you know? It's Caitlin's bonus content. Uh, really funny. Oh, shit. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think if you have to say you're really funny, there might be. Like, I'm, I'm losing it. Doubt. I haven't had any coffee. I just it's it's been a morning. We're about to do a podcast, and you didn't think, oh, I should fucking drink some coffee. Uh, I've been drinking Gatorade. I had to just stop myself from doing the water boy <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> And then I did it. <laughs> there is no point. Okay. People are going to start asking us to edit these podcasts. I know, seriously. Okay. Whew. Please focus. don't. That's so much work. And you guys like us. So we're just weird. All right. I got to focus. Um, so he's looking really sexy uh, with like the tight Illyrian yeah. fighting feather. <laughs> oh my God. Are you I meant to say leathers? There is an F combined in there somehow. He's wearing feathers. I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, I was going to he say. He just turned into a big black <laughs> bird in my mind. He turned into a raven. 
He's a raven. Uh, that's that's it, new. It is very new. Um, but like the the pants were very tight, so she could see the sculpted legs. I hadn't noticed were quite that muscled. Girl, how does she not realize that she's full blown? Wait, I'm that. sorry. Like, how like, have we I, missed the muscles? I think she literally yeah. just wasn't paying attention, probably. Also, he's literally the most beautiful man ever, so you probably- They're just like, new muscles. We just haven't seen face. them yet. Just, I mean, I guess he, if he wears, like, looser pants, maybe you don't really notice the, like, his leg muscles. I don't know. Maybe I, I would know. just be staring at them. I mean, I would just be- I would be analyzing fully. Um. So, um, he- So they're sitting there. They're kind of just, like- I don't know. It was a rock. Like, that's pretty much how I summarized it. And um, It was a rock. (laughs) Literally says it was a rock. The prison is a rock. Does it not? I mean, I guess it's, well, it's not really, like, surrounded by, yeah, it is, like, the the sea is, like, near there. But to me, I I always thought of it as Azkaban, but I didn't realize it was in the middle. Azkaban's in the middle of the sea, but this isn't in the middle. Oh, my God. I thought it was in the middle. No, I always like, imagined yeah, I it so. as like its own island. <laughs> well, like, yeah, like Aspen, on an island in the heart of the like Western Aspen. Isles. Oh, yeah. So it's on an island, but it's not. I pictured it like Azkaban, yeah. where there's no land. Yeah. It's literally just like Azkaban. But apparently, it's like an island, it's, and, and it's, it's in, the, in the middle of the island. Oh, because like because you can winnow onto the island, but you yeah. can't winnow into the prison. Gotcha. But yeah. so inside the yeah. prison is the most dangerous creatures and criminals you can imagine. Um, this is also, also happens to be where Amran was for a little bit. And um, I know. Poor Amran. So but apparently it wasn't in the body that she's in now. Um, since she, like, noticed, like, she, I think she said at the family dinner that she chose his body. Like, she wanted to see what it was like. Or maybe with Father. Wait, she was? I thought she chose the body with No. The- no. No, she well, she picked she it afterwards. No. Yeah. Oh. That's how she so got out. She got yeah. out by her... choosing the body. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. How big was her cell then? Because her, her true form's pretty, like... I... That'd be a big cell. You'd have to have a big cell. I mean, it's magic. Obviously, it could, like, adjust. I have no idea. Sorry, that was just where my mind went. Rant <laughs> number, like... You wonder if she... Do you think she like scared oh, I'm sure. the prisoners well, around I'm totally her? Sure. Like, oh fuck! Um, so the sad thing is, they don't actually go into the prison because Farah just has this like slight panic, which I understand. She has a slight panic. She's like, it's almost like under the mountain. She's like, I can't do it. And the thing about Reese is, he understands. He doesn't ask any questions. He's like, all right, we're gonna go. Like, we're not ready for this now. And she even said. That she was like, I'd failed my first day of work. I was like, oh. oh but they leave. Yeah, he doesn't, doesn't even, even ask, ask questions. questions nope. Like, at all. And then, um, so they leave, and then she just goes to bed for the rest of the day. Ugh. That's rough. Oh my God. I don't know what's, like, worse to me is the fact that, like, she had that panic. Or the fact that she's, she yeah. has such shame about it. There's no reason to be ashamed. Like, I don't know which one's worse, that she went through the panic or that she's ashamed of it. I, I don't know. I don't sucks. know. But I'm telling you, I think the worst thing is Amrin was standing at the foot of my bed. <laughs> wow. 
Wake the fuck up, and Amran is standing at the foot of your bed. If that's not fucking scary, I don't know what is. Also, I <laughs> when I was reading for today, you know how they describe her bed as like this giant, yeah. huge, fluffy bed? Amran's not tall, so if you wake up and look at the foot of your bed, you probably only saw like a maybe her chest and her head just like... And like, this is not scary. the sleepover you were asking for. No. <laughs> But it's the one you need. And, like, (laughs) she's not the subtle, good morning, how are you feeling? Uh Uh-uh, fuck no. This is the, no wonder you're so thin if you vomit your guts up every night. Okay, bold. Bold. Um, And then she's, you reek of it. Oh, okay. Okay, so instead of subtly just saying, like, "Mm, take a shower. <laughs> you fucking reek, bitch. Brush your teeth. <laughs> like that's that's rough. That's rough. She's the she is like true love incarnate. Or, or I was gonna uh, say true love. love. I was like <laughs> that is the last feeling I get from her. Sorry, this sorry. Is the last yeah, fucking sorry. feeling I get from her. Sorry, it's tough. Um. Love. So anyway, um, she literally just chucks a gold am- amulet onto the bed. It's pearl and like a cloudy blue stone. She goes, this got me out of the prison. Wear it in and they can never keep you. Allow me to make one thing clear. I do not give this amulet lightly. But you may borrow it while you need to do what needs to be done and return it to me when you are finished. If you keep it, I will find you and the results won't be pleasant. But it is yours to use in the prison. And then she leaves. So I'm like, wow. She, Ron, we, she liquid luck. Oh, she did. Can I just say, this is like fucking brilliant. Yeah, that's a good. On Amrin's part. Like, brilliant. She knew what Farrah needed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, But I love, I love like literally, so then, you know, starts work day two. And Reese just like keeps frowning at the amulet. <laughs> he's just like, he's just like mildly thinking, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, where well, where uh... did you get that? <laughs> Thank God he didn't. I'm yeah, sure, well, I'm sure Reese did. All he says, all he says is, she gave you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, and <laughs> she, Farrah goes, it must be serious then. The risk. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> oh man i i get like secondhand embarrassment i know i'm like oh, I'm like, oh rough <laughs> rough um and literally all he says is like nice smooth subject change don't say anything you don't want others hearing the inmates have nothing better to do than to listen through the earth and rock for gossip they'll sell any bit of information for food sex maybe a breath of air well, that sounds like, you know, modern day prison from what I've heard <laughs> and what I've seen I... on Netflix. Yeah. What? Oh, my God. What is that Netflix show? Hold up. What is that Netflix show? The one where they um, they literally like send shit down the toilets. Oh, my gosh. I know. Exactly oh, God. What, what is that? About. Oh, no, no, no. no oh, no, no, no. They literally um, so the way that the, no, no, the, no. Um, the jail, like the prison is set up is that. Like male inmates are on like the top floor. Females are like, there. It's just like a giant tower, and they literally like they're able to work on jailbirds, jailbirds, jailbirds. They're able to work on the pipes to where the fact that they literally like 
they string it all up together and like flush the toilets and then send these like strings down to like the people below them. But then when and- they're like, then when they're like trying to get like the packages out, they're like, you can feel the shit like as you're trying to like get yeah. the packages out. Like, cause like residue of shit is in the pipes because you're like pulling shit out of toilets. What? It is the funniest shit ever. Wait, watch it with Ian. Start it like episode three or four or something. It is hilarious. It is hysterical. It's hilarious. You'll just like pee laughing. Anywho. Okay, that's that's so beside the point. Um anyone wanna (laughs) take a good laugh, jailbirds, start a couple episodes in. Really hilarious. Um, so anywho. Um so Farah goes to apologize. She's like, I'm sorry. Um about yesterday and Reese is just like no like you've got nothing to be sorry for you're here now <laughs> and he t- he's a little little sass I won't dock your pay <laughs> hey also you gotta wonder yeah. like I wonder how much he's making a day like this yeah. is like this is like a job where like almost every day you're like risking your life it's gotta be pretty high paying I feel like it should be pretty high you know what I mean I just I find it funny when she, like, does go, I think she's, like, going to shop or whatever, and she finally sees what's in her, like, bank account yeah. that set up, and she's like, what the fuck? Well, and I love how, like, in, is it Frost and Starlight when he, like, says, like, she's in charge of the finances now, and, like, she's yes. really been, like, she's, like, you know, got him, like, on a schedule and, like, all this shit. Yeah, like a like an and actual like, like budget. budget. Yeah, I could only imagine what he went from spending to like what this actual budget looks like. <laughs> well, and like, doesn't she? Because like, he used to like part of it was like he spent, but he spent money on like all the small businesses to help people. And she was like, "That's great, but there's also you could just you know set up like because she helped. It's it sounds like yeah. she tries to like set up like foundations almost like just to like give the money away." And he's like, oh, okay, whatever. Okay, sure. So anyway, (laughs) um, they're standing there and Reese just like casually draws a sword out. And she's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like (laughs) a sword? I've never I've never seen you with a weapon. What is this? And he's like, Cassian would laugh himself hoarse hearing you say that and then make me go into the sparring ring with him. Um, And Farrah's like, well, can he beat you? And Reese goes, hand-to-hand combat? Like, yes. Uh, He'd have to earn it for a change, but he'd win. Uh, Cassian is the best warrior I've encountered in any court, any land. He leads my armies because of it. Well, I just want to say, like, doesn't that just make him, like, even sexier than he already was? Oh, yeah. And also, it makes Reese sexy, yeah. And the fact that he just admits that, like, with he's not like prideful. Oh he's yeah, just like yeah, he's better than me. And I'm like, mm. what is it? The TikTok trend where like a guy does something, you just turn to ooh, his dick is big. I know it. <laughs> um, that's that's a perfect example. So then, of course, we got in. Of course, we can't just be happy for like a hot minute. Oh. We got to get into some sad ass fucking history. So, as. His hands, the scars, where did they come mm. from? Now, why couldn't we just leave it for like 10 pages? Just like 10 pages of happy. Reese was quiet for a moment. Then he says, his father had two legitimate sons, both older, both cruel and spoiled. They learned it from their mother, the Lord's wife. 
For the 11 years that Azriel lived in his father's keep, she saw to it that he was kept in a cell with no window, no light. They let him out for an hour every day, let him see his mother for an hour once a week. He wasn't permitted to train or fly or any of the things his Illyrian instincts roared at him to do. When he was eight, his brothers decided it'd be fun to see what happened when you mixed an Illyrian's quick healing gifts with oil and fire. The warriors heard Asriel oh screaming, but not quick enough to save his hands. Fuck me, that's brutal. Yeah, that's... Oh. That's, that's fucking brutal. And also, that's, fuck those brothers. That's... Dude, for real. They're, that's on, oh, that's yeah. on par with Lucy's oh, yeah. brothers. But I guess to distract from the sad things, I had okay. a question. Where it says, like, how um, they wanted to see what, like, fire and Ilarian's quick healing gifts. So High Fang yeah. can heal, right? They can heal, right? Yeah, I think they have, like, yeah. better, he- quicker healing. So, does, okay, so Ilarian's just, they have, like, crazy yeah. quick yeah. healing then. That's, like, a thing. Okay, I didn't, until I, like, reread the day, I didn't catch I think, that. I, was I think, like, oh, they I think everything like, non human okay. would, like, Heals. heal quicker. Yeah. Heals better. But then yeah. they just have, on the like, flip side, healing. though, eventually okay. the brothers were punished for this. Um, and I would like to note that oh, yeah. Reese was lethal quiet when he answered that question. Um, and then, and more, what does she do for you? And this is like some bomb ass, like women fighting power. I love this answer. More is who I'll call mm-hmm. when the armies fail and Cassian and Azriel are both dead. Whew. Boss ass like, Please never happen. Yeah. Also badass. Um, and so, like, Pharaoh's like, okay, so is she just supposed to, like, fucking wait till then? And he goes, no, she's my third. She's my court. She's my overseer. She oversees things. She looks at the dynamics between Court of Nightmares, Court of Dreams, runs Valaris in the Hewn City. I mean, God, bad bitch does it all. Um, so that's cool. I like that he even yeah. says, like, she might be Fucking considered queen. a queen. And Omron. Her duties as my second maker, my political advisor, walking library, doer of my dirty work, um, you know, friend, ally. And um that's kind of cool i mean armin's great armin's great i love i love that she's his political advisor and know, she right? has no personal skills <laughs> i know i guess because she yeah. just speaks the truth like she literally like doesn't sugar well, i feel like things, as a political advisor she, just, she doesn't want to play the politics funny. she's gonna be like yeah 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 well and She'll then so yeah. She asks, in a war where your armies fail and Cassian and Azrael are dead and more is gone, what's, you know, what's going to happen? He goes, if that day comes, I'll find a way to break the spell on Omrin and unleash her on the world and ask her to end me first. Oh. And she goes, well, what is she? Oh. <sighs> something else, something worse than us. And if she ever finds a way to shed her prison of flesh and bone cauldron save us all wow yeah that's oh. terrifying. so Fucking then they just come dope. up to the gates of bone wow dun, dun, dun. wow 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 so then they're up at the gates of bone 
she starts freaking out. She's gripping this amulet. Oh, LOL. <laughs> um, I know, Again, it really is. And Reese is just like, breathe one breath at a time. Um, and she's trying to free. She's like, do all the high lords have access? He's like, no, the prison is law unto itself. The island may be even an eighth court, but it falls under my jurisdiction and my blood is key to the gates. <gasps> this is almost like the, the yeah. analogy of him as Hades. Oh, oh. shit, that Good just clicked. Uh, and she says, could you free the inmates? No, once the sentence is given and a prisoner passes those gates, they belong to the prison. It will never let them out. I take sentencing Ooh. people here very, very seriously. She's like, have you ever? And he goes, yes. And now is not the time to speak of it. And I'm over here like, who the fuck <laughs> is he sentenced to prison here? <laughs> I yeah, kinda, I want to know. I kind of want to know. Like, I do what the hell do they know. do? Yeah. Also, LOL at favor, like, yeah, name names as they're all surrounding yeah, us right? while you put think, them in. Think here. a like, little. Come on, girl. Read the room. Well, and the she's room. like, how long read was, you know, Amran in here? <laughs> and oh. he's like, as looked it up once and just like kind of casually, a few millennia oh. is a good guess. And I'm like, oh, Ooh. okay. And he goes, I don't know, though there are legends that claim when the world was born, there were rips in the fabric of the realms. That in the chaos of the forming, creatures from the other worlds would walk through one of those rips and enter another world. But the rips closed at will and the creatures could become trapped with no way home. So that's how they think Amran got here. Which... There are a lot of fan theories about that. That's literally, that describes what happened to yeah. Maeve in Throne of Glass. How she, like, slipped between worlds to get away Vlog. from her psycho Vlog. vlog was, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right. We keep mispronouncing it. Oh, shock there. But, like, this whole little, like, without reading any of her other series, you read that paragraph and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then after you read Throne of Glass, you're like, wait a second. And then you read Crescent City and you're like, hold up, there's a whole other layer here. And then you're and like, then your mind and fucked and like you're that, trapped that in all the, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's like the meme of the guy from It's Always Sunny where he like, no, it's crazy yep. and everything's on the, yeah. like, you know, like the little. And he literally yeah. goes, I think she is the yeah. only one of her kind and there's no record of others ever having existed. Even the surreal have numbers, however small, but she and some of the others in the prison, I think they came from somewhere else and they've been looking for a way home for a long, long time. I know. SOS. That's so lonely for her. So then we get to the information finally about the bone carver who we're here to chat with. So the bone carver is caged beneath the roots of the mountain. So Farrah's like, well, who the fuck is he? Uh, no one knows. He'll appear as he wants to appear. She's like a shapeshifter, which oh, you know I love my shifter romances. Yes, not that know. I need a bone carver romance. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes and no. He'll appear to you as one thing, and I might be standing right beside you and see another. I try not to start <laughs> bleeding like cattle and the bone carving question mark. <laughs> You'll see. 
that's not ominous. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Rhysand at last released my hand only to lay his once more on the bare stone. It rippled beneath his palm, forming a door. Oh, and that's the end of my section. I just thought that was super ominous for the end of my section. So, like the gates above it, it was of ivory, bone, and in its surface were etched countless images, floral and fauna, seas and clouds, stars and moons, infants and skeletons, Honestly, creatures fair and foul, and then it swung away. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I, I mean, it is. It's a little odd, especially when you throw, like, infants and skeletons together. I was like, okay, all right. But, like, and then it swings away. And I just, I'm telling you right now, Moss and her character entrances that she writes are fucking fire. You ready for this? I have carved the doors for every prisoner in this place, but my own remains my favorite. Ooh. I have a real question, though. Bam! Bone carver. What's How up? does here. he get out of his cell yeah. to carve the doors? I don't think he does. So I think when they need a new door, the bone appears to him to carve in his cell. He carves it. And then, okay. like, and then how does he find bone big door. enough to be a door? Because there's no way. I, again, I think. Is this like a T-Rex size bone? <laughs> there's. How is this bone big enough to be a door? <laughs> I like, so I one, I Just don't think it's, I don't think a door is one okay, bone. I okay. think it's like a connection. Yeah. And then I think I my I just think that what happens is each prisoner when it when the prisoner comes, they're they're probably done something that have resulted in, you know, death to get to go to the prison. So whatever bones are associated with their Ooh. crimes show up to the bone carver. He carves their okay, story okay. and they become a door. That's what I that's my headcanon. But like I just Moss has such a way with like the first time you meet characters, the the first instance yeah. is just so powerful. You know what I mean? So, okay, this is where I get annoyed with myself. So we know that each person sees the bone carver, how he wants to be seen, right? He wants to be seen by each person. So she oh sees a dark haired boy with eyes <gasps> of crushing oh my God. blue oh around my God. the age of eight. Okay, be honest. Be honest. When nope, you guys first read this, did all. you make not any connection at all. at all? Because I didn't. Okay, now now let's think. Especially, like, you guys know me. I, for some, like, I, I usually, like, catch things pretty quickly. Because I, I do it in movies, too. It pisses me off. I catch, like, things that most, like, I don't know. I latch on to weird things. You I think, think it weird? just shows I think weird. So, I was super... Shut up, Caitlin. So... I, like, when I was, like, preparing my notes for today, I literally sat here, and I was trying to, and I was, like, thinking, and I was, like, I truly didn't make a single freaking connection, and I don't know. He's a dark-haired boy with eyes of crushing blue. This How was did none of us get this? I'm so The angry. most beautiful thing ever. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> oh my because God, it was just like, the cutest oh thing God. ever, and it's, it's. The best foreshadowing that no one it knew is. was foreshadowing think, ever. Yeah. Well, and like it's even cuter in Wing of Wings and Ruin when she figures it out, and then when she first like when she gets back to the I think it's like back to the war camp and like tells Reese what happened, and he like down the bond, she lets him know like, oh by the way, here's what I saw, and he's like, okay, and he's she's like, 
look she's closely. Not- and then Reese is like, oh, I know people. Okay, I'm gonna. I know people have an issue with the the scene in a uh, Court of Frost and Starlight where uh, they're they're hardcore going against That's the wall. That's not a and she, scene like, to be like. Image of their son. That's. I think people one read it way way too much into it, and like also I I understand how like it could be read in a very weird way, but I don't think it should be. So I think people need to calm down about that. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I must so, agree. So. Okay, so this and uh, Caitlin's chapter made me think of this, too. So, of course, he's the bone carver, right? If you're going to him for help, you got to give him what he wants, i.e. bone. So Reese just, like, out of note, like, pulls a bag, and she's like, oh, right, okay, he must have summoned it from, like, that little pocket between worlds, and pulls out this giant bone, and he's just like, here's the calf bone that, like, made the final killing blow for the uh, Mingard worm. And I like Feyre's, like, She's like, I laid a lot of bones. Like, I don't know what made the killing blow, and I didn't expect anyone else to. And I was like, oh, honey, he was watching everything you did with such pride. But my question, so that means that Reese had to have gone back at some point to get this. Because he, he, I, I'm not going to say that he grabbed it before he left under the mountain, like, from the get-go. Because, like, that seems kind of, that's even No, too, like, he probably went back. Omnipotent for him. Well, you know what I mean? So... That means that our boy, who was tortured under the mountain for 50 years, winnowed back to get it. He went back for this, knowing how, knowing how important this cause was. He overcame his own panic and his own um, trauma for the greater good, and he did it by himself. He had to go back and get that bone. How that's freaking really sad. sad is that? Like, that's – but, right, but I think he went to get it. After they decided they were going to see the bone carver in Caitlin's chapter, when she's like, it's a shame that like everybody thinks you're a monster. And he was like, he quietly was like, as long as everybody who knows, like who I love knows mm. the truth, it's fine. Oh, and then he like yeah. flew off. I think that was him going to get it. To go to the bone carver. Because they yeah. had just decided like, oh, like we're going to, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, he was like very serious mm-hmm. and sad and like he knew what he was about to go do. Um, So that's my head, Kenny, head cannon. Either way though, like, that how freaking brave to go do that and once again i just i'm gonna harp on it again like i just feel like people don't give reese like his him processing his pain you don't he doesn't get enough credit for that the only time you really do he, is like when he has his nightmare the and you see down, like favorite comes to like oh just set everything on fire oh that has to be ash yeah or he hopefully missed hopefully he did no, something he missed like it the whole room <laughs> yeah yeah so I'm like this whole scene with the bone carver is literally like a verbal sparring match. And like, I love it so much because he's so creepy, but I love him. I love him so much guys. I know I have a problem because my favorite characters are all like the monsters, but either way. So I like the golden rule when dealing with the bone carver is you can't lie. Like that's what Reese was like. Do not lie to this motherfucker. Just tell him the truth. So the bone car, and it's even creepier because it's a little boy appearing to her, you know? So, like, it's like a childlike voice, but even Feyre's like, I would never call it childlike, even though it's like a I'm kind of imagining voice, this, like, sociopathic like, child from Law and Order, you know? Ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh, I was thinking, like, I was thinking, uh, what is it, the the Omen? Is that the one with the little boy where he's, like, the the antichrist or whatever whichever whichever scary movie had the child as you're thinking of a lot like a little child antichrist that's what i'm thinking of (laughs) 
Yeah, I realized that as I started to describe it. I was like, that 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 applies to a lot. Um, so I like that he like has like a mockery like innocence on his face where he's like, "Are you afraid?" And Pharaoh's just like, "Yelp, mm-hmm. yeah, you're you're pretty scary." And I love this. First off, how the hell did he know her name? It's the you bone know? carver. I feel like he's like he's. I feel like he's one of those things where he just like. I know, right? That's my point. Did, did he say? Did Reese say he her name things. at all? No. No, I looked back while they're once they enter the prison. Mm. He does not say her name, so it's not like he could have heard them in the prison. Wait, I did he say it when he was like walking up? Because he was like, "Don't." I was like, "There's no way." Huh. No. Well, then mm-hmm. he's just no. He does not say he's her the name. Bone carver. Unless I'm blind. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't say Right, I know, right? That's what I'm like. His power is insane. Well, and you see it at the end of my chapter. Like, there's another thing where I'll talk about. But, so, I like this because Moss, we know she did it in A Court of Thorn and Roses early on where she, like, sneaks in, like, how Nesta says her name, I think it was, where to show how you say Feyre, she puts the pronunciation in dialogue, and she does it here again where she, where uh, the bone carver goes, Feyre, and then he says, Feyre, drawing out the syllables as if he could taste them. So it's like a sneaky way to remind readers, like, hey, this is how you say your name. I appreciate when authors do that, even though I still screw them up, as you guys have heard. Um, And so he has a question, and he goes, where did you go when you died? And so I like this, because she's literally like a question for a question. So, like, thus begins the sparring match here, right? And, uh, when she goes the question for a question, the bone carver looks at Reese and, he, and he's like, oh, you trickster, you caught me. Because he's like, okay, yeah, you know how to play. So Reese kind of, like, gives her a nod to be like, okay, you can, like, go ahead and answer him. I don't think he's going to, you know, like, kill us or anything. So she, like, has a little bit of a panic attack, but she's able to calm herself and think it through. Which, I, this is, like, a big pro- a progression for her. Like, this is a big step. And so she's like going through the memories and Reese goes rigid beside her. And she's like, I don't know how, cause she even notes, she's like, I made sure my mental shields are up, but she could have sworn that Reese was reliving the memories with her. And I'm like, <sighs> that's because of the mating bond. Damn it. I know. <laughs> I, you just want to like shake them. So she's like, okay, that's it. I could do it. She's like, I had lived, I'd gotten out. I'm here today. I can do this. And so this is where it breaks my heart on so many levels because she has to relive it. You find out what she went through, but this is also Reese did not know this. The way he reacts, he did not know this. So she goes, I heard the crack and like Reese whips his head towards her. I heard the crack when she broke my neck. It was in my ears, but also inside my skull. I was gone before I felt anything more than the first lash of pain. Okay. If you go through that, I can understand being a little fucked up, especially after well, you just had to murder Tuesday. Like, yeah. Well, okay, well, I don't really but no, no, no. He lived, it's fine. So, I mean, we like to get, like, we do get frustrated. We're like, oh, come on, like, favor, break out of it. But, like, this is like a slap in the face to be like, hey, reader, remember, she went through some fucking shit. Give her some time. But, like, can you imagine, like, imagine... Hearing your own neck crack. Not like, you know, like a good little crack when you, like, tilt it to the side and get, like, you know, some tension out. I'm talking like I a I honestly crack can't imagine that. Oh, that's disgusting. No, that's freaking disgusting. So, 
the bone and ew, as she like tells her story, it she keeps noting how the bone carver's eyes like keep bright burning brighter. But here, here, remember they were eyes of crushing blue. The bone carver's violet eyes burned brighter. Violet. Violet is not a common eye color, especially when you pair it with dark hair. But no, Madison just came back into it. her like FaceTime. I'm sorry. <laughs> With, like, a look of, like, ooh. <laughs> and then, so then we, oh, my God. Okay, this this entire next description, I, how do you not realize oh. there's something more than a bargain bond here? How? 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 Okay, ready? And then it was dark. A different sort of dark than this place. But there was a, a thread, a tether, and I yanked on it. And suddenly I could see, not through my eyes, but but his. And she kind of like looks towards Reese, and she uncurls her like tattooed hand because she obviously is I'm like, scoffing oh, again. <laughs> and I knew I right, and I knew I was dead. And this tiny scrap of spirit was all that was left of me, clinging to the thread of our bargain. I'm like, bitch, it's not the bargain. <gasps> um, and then the boat of uh, the bone carver's like in it. He's like, was there anyone there? Like. What were you seeing? Anything beyond? And she's like, there was only that bond in the darkness. Hmm. Literally only the bond. And Reese is pale. He's gone pale. His mouth's in a tight line. And she's like, when I was made anew, I followed that bond back to me. I knew that home was on the other end of it. (sighs) There was light then. It was like swimming up through sparkling wine. Are you shitting me? First off, that's beautiful. That is beautiful it's beautiful knowing now what we know but even not knowing what it was truly this is where like anyone should have started to be like wait a second here no but, like, that's no, hold up beautiful. Can we mention though, like, like i love this little description like swimming up through sparkling what? wine oh oh i missed that i because i was just, I just reading it that. over and over again thinking oh man i'd love to be in a pool of sparkling wine I, who wouldn't love to be in a like pool just just sipping on it while i swam i don't know i think i could i think i could I get don't... down with that <laughs> just How just sipping get... on it as i swim <laughs> with a naked reese beside me You'd literally, like, you as a swim coach would drown, and they'd be like, how'd you drown? She just kept drinking it. She wouldn't come up. (laughs) Uh, So the bone carver's like, were you afraid? I mean, this he's, like, super curious. And she's like, all I wanted was to return to the people around me. I wanted it badly enough that I didn't have room for fear. Um, The worst had happened. The darkness was calm and quiet. It did not seem like a bad thing to fade into. But I wanted oh. to go home. So I followed the bond home. So first off, that's also, that's like pretty brave where she's like, I didn't have room yeah. to fear. She literally didn't have room to fear death because she was like, you know, I just went through. Honestly, I, I, I want to say like, that's like, kind of like okay. a good take on death that Moss does. Bad because thing. like everyone's, everyone's oh, yeah. always trying the to darkness. take on their own, you know, way of like you know what happens after you die you know what's going on and she does kind of like a peaceful mm-hmm. rendition of it yeah i like it yeah yeah and then so the bone carver's like there was no other world and Feyre's like uh, she's like 
if there was, I didn't see it, but like Moss, like you just said, Mass and Moss does a good job. She's not saying there wasn't another like heaven, hell, yeah. afterlife. She's just saying that Feyre didn't go to it. She didn't see it because Feyre was like, no, I'm following this bond home. And so the carver's like, no light, no portal. And the like Feyre almost asked a question. She's like, oh shit, I can't do that because it's a question. Because she was like, where is it you want to go? Because she's picking up on the bone carver here. And she was like, there was only peace and darkness. And he's like, did you have a body? And she was like, no. And then he was about to keep going. And Reese is like, oh, my God, enough, man. You've asked six questions now. We get ours. And I just want to, like, this is, these questions make me, I have already said it. I love the Bone Carver. I love Braxis. And you know I love the Surreal. Don't even get me started on that love. But I want to take a moment here to appreciate, like, this is, the Bone Carver is, like, curious, but also, like, desperate for information about the afterlife. You know what I mean? Like, he knows how it works, question for question, and it's almost mm. like he's not even thinking about it. He's just rapid-fire questions because he needs to know. And i like, okay, he is a creature of immeasurable power. We know that. I mean, he knew her name. He makes the doors, all this stuff. And he ends life as easily as breathing. We see that when they unleash him. And then he carves the life story of his victim into the bones, right? But it sounds like through these questions, he needs to know, one, it's almost like he either wants to know about the afterlife because he wants to know what happens to the people's lives, like whoever's lives he's carving, he needs to know what happens to them, right? And he wants to know if there's peace in the next life. And I also I oh, yeah. wonder if he's asking for himself, too, where he's like, well, I finally get to rest. Will I have peace? What, like, all my victims, where did they go? Like, uh, this shows a humane side oh, I, agree. Him, I think. Well, and like, then also, it's kind of it's, like, who doesn't wonder? No, everyone wonders, like, where do you go after this? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, like, like I said, I, I truly love the Bone Carver oh, Braxis. I kind of love so that, like, crazy her, bitch vibe. Crazy bitch. I love it, but she's a crazy bitch. But... Oh, I do, but not for what this, like, the point. So the, my point is, for those three especially, I guess technically more than three, because the Surreal, there's more than one, obviously, and I love them all. They could, oh, but, like, our Surreal, the Surreal we know. Oh, God, I love them. Anyways, so Moss does an absolutely beautiful job of creating, quote-unquote, monsters who, yes, they, they're powerful, they can take life, they're crazy warriors, blah, 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 blah. But they're not nearly as bad yeah. as the high fey monsters that we meet in these books. I.e. Hibern, Amarantha, Ianthe, the fucking evil twins, Baron, even Tamlin to a certain degree for what he did to Pharaoh. Like, she basically makes it a very, she is, it's a subtle way throughout the entirety of her books that like, well, okay, the so, monsters mm. aren't always I think my view on that is like, that the monsters ones. accept who they are. Like, they're not hiding it. They literally just want to do it. I think the thing is where the high fey they try to hide it and they try to be like exactly they try to justify it. these creatures or they try to justify are like yeah it this is what we do like yeah yeah that, like this is what we do and like like this i like this is what we do and like they they're kind of fated to do it yeah. so like part of the bone carver's questions it's almost like i'm fated to be this thing of destruction but i do I exactly do whereas you think of the high fey they literally do that because you know what i mean yeah. Exactly. Yeah, all of the all of our high fey villains are just evil. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good take. Um, so after all of his questions, Reese is like, "Okay, bitch, that was six. <laughs> like, I'm keeping track because, of course, he is. He's always strategic." 
And so the bone carver's like, I like this. He's kind of sassy where he's like, excuse me. It's not every day I get to meet someone that's come back from true death. Like, I'm allowed to be curious, bitch. And I'm like, you are. You are. So he turns to Feyre and he's like, ask it. And so she goes, so say there was no body, you know, nothing but like maybe a bit of bone. I don't know. Just spitball in here. Like, could you bring them back? And so she's asking about jury and we know. And also this is where like, we get a reminder because the, um, the bone carver's like, well, was like part of the soul, like preserved or contained. And then we get a gross <sighs> eyeball, fucking eyeball in her like ring or necklace. The fucking eyeball. Oh, you poor, know poor, that's poor accurate because all he did is really... watch her fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. But seriously, like, Again, remembering this, this is my this is my plug that like when Jurian comes back, how the hell was you know, he like mostly I don't wrong? we don't have any confirmation that he was. And to be fair, I'm waiting I'm waiting on the kinky version of he his book. That's fair, that's fair. So basically she's like trying to ask and the bone carver's like, well, if some of the soul was proverb, then no, no, you can't raise it. And she was like, oh, I almost sighed in relief. And then, of course, the bone carver's hiding the ball where he's like, well, unless. And this is where we get a history. And it's very important. So listen up. Long ago, before the High Fae, before man, there was a uh, cauldron. The they cauldron. say all the magic was contained inside of it. That the world was born always in it, somehow they but always it do fell into the wrong hands. They always do, man. They always do. Always. And great and horrible things were done with it. Things were forged with it. Such wicked things that the cauldron was eventually stolen back at great cost. It could not be destroyed, for it had made all things. And if it were broken, then life would cease to be. I.e., don't break the cauldron. Plot twist for wings and ruin, though. So it was hidden. And forgotten. Only with that cauldron could something that is dead be reforged like that. And I like this because Reese, you know, on the inside, Reese is like, fuck me. Here we go again. But his face is masked and calm. And he's like, well, where did they hide it? And he's like, and remember, Feyre, he, he asked Feyre six questions. So Feyre had six to ask. But this is Reese asking questions. You should have had Feyre ask it, but that's okay. So Reese is like, where did they hide it? And he's like, oh, tell me a secret that nobody else knows. <laughs> I love this secret. And I'll tell you mine. <laughs> And I love this. I love this so much because, like, as soon as they say that, Feyre's like, oh, shit. Like, what's this? What's this crazy, powerful High Lord's dark, deepest, darkest secret? Like, she literally braces herself. And Reese, <laughs> just without missing a beat, goes, my right knee gets a twinge of pain when it rains. Oh, my God. I wrecked it during the war, and it's hurt ever since. <laughs> and I'm just like, are you fucking kidding? But also... LOL with that, but also all because he didn't, he, nobody knows that because he can't appear weak. So, like, he literally just never even felt the need to, like, tell people, like, man, my knee kind of hurts. It's down. Well, there's a downpour right now. No wonder my knee hurts. Like, you know. But also just mainly LOL. Kind of, again, secondhand embarrassment where, like, favorites like, oh, shit. Like, what earth-shattering secrets are about to come forth? And I like this because the bone carver's not even mad about it. He just, like, <laughs> bites out a harsh, la- harsh laugh and he's like, you were always my favorite. I dig you. And so we learn he's like the cauldron was hidden in the frozen like in a frozen lake. And Reese is like, oh shit, okay. He like goes to grab Feyre, and then of course the bone carver again is hiding the ball where he's like, but it vanished actually, so it's not really there. And so Reese is like, oh my god. So he halts, 
And he's like, I don't know where, where it went to or where it is now. Millennia before you were born, the three feet on which it stands were cleaved from its base because they basically were like trying to, they, they were like, this thing is too fucking powerful. Like, we're going to cut the feet off. It'll weaken it some, so it's not at full power. So, and he was like, removing the feet was like cutting off the first knuckle of a bone, uh, of a finger. Irksome, but you can still use the rest with some difficulty. So, we know that the cauldron technically can work without the feet, just not at full power, and it's a little harder to use. So, we're like, okay, there's some hope here. Except then, he goes on to explain, like, the three feet were then, um, you know, they were hidden. Except they were hidden at three different temples, uh, (laughs) you know, the temples that were ransacked. Dun, dun, dun! So, like, None of this is good news. Were we expecting good like, news? Like, uh-oh, spaghetti-o. <laughs> like, the feet have been taken. I know. That's, that's true. That's true. Um, so, like, then the bone carver, he knows. He fucking knows what's going on in the world. Because he's like, if, and the, they is like, I tell says, he's like, if they had gone missing, it's likely the cauldron's active once more. Dun, dun, dun. And that the wielder wants it at full power. And so, like, he's basically, he's. Yeah, like, he's hinting where he's like, oh, I know what's going on. Like, I know. Which, again, how the fuck does he know this shit? Either way. So, that's where, like, Feyre makes the connection. She's like, oh, shit, that's why the temples are ransacked. Cool, we're fucked. All right. And so, Reese is like, okay, so I don't know, I don't suppose, like, you know who has the cauldron. And then, again, Reese is asking the question. So, the bone carver's like, hold up, man, I'm not giving you an answer. You have to promise me... Uh, that I get her bones when she dies. And we, we, we know. We know that Reese is not going to agree to that. Like, we know. So, and then, like, Reese, like, she stiffens and the, the carver laughs. He's like, no, I don't think even you would promise that, yeah. Reese. Uh, I think that everyone the fucking knew. They were mates. True. I mean, obviously. That's fair. That's fair. Well, obviously the bone carver <laughs> knew, too, because, I mean, he's appearing to her as their future child, but whatever. Um, so Reese, I like this though. When he says that she looks at Reese and she's like, I might've called the look on Reese's face a warning because Reese was literally looking (laughs) at the bone cover. Like, don't you fucking say a word about the mating bond, bitch. And so he's just like, you know what? Thank you for your help. And this right here, Feyre is, this is her get like, she is 100% in this. She is like, this is huge. This shows Feyre is truly dedicated to the cause. She wants to protect the humans. Uh, she wants to fight against Hybern, and she wants to fight alongside Reese. Okay? Because she's like, look, if he knows, like, if he knows what's going on, then we can't just walk away. So she's willing. She's like, okay, fine. I'm going to give my truth. And she looks at him and goes, there was a choice in death. Those eyes guttered with cobalt fire. Dude, the bone carver wants to know so badly. <laughs> And Reese is, like, he's, his hand kind of, like, contracts on her back, but he, like, stops. Warm and steady. So he's literally just there for support. And then she's, like, but I wondered if the touch was more to reassure him that I was there. Like, he's just reassuring himself, not her, necessarily. And she was, like, I knew that I could drift away into the dark, and I chose to fight, to hold on a bit longer. Yet I knew if I wanted, I could have faded, and maybe it would be a new world, a realm of rest and peace. But I wasn't ready for it, not to go there alone. I knew there was something else waiting beyond that dark. Something good. The bond. So then the boy's like, 
he looks at Reese and is like, you already know. Who, like, why are you here? You know who has the cauldron. It's the king of Highburn. You know. And he's like, you just needed me to confirm. And then that's what Reese says. He's like, fuck, king of Highburn. And, of course, she's like, I know I shouldn't have been surprised, but okay. And then the carver, like, just stopped talking. And she was like, oh, shit, he's waiting for another truce. So she's like, you know what? I'm in for a penny, in for a pound. Let's do this. And she goes, when Amarantha made me kill those two fairies, if the third hadn't had been Tamlin, I would have put the dagger in my own heart at the end. And Reese just goes still. Because, again, he didn't know. Like, she kept her mental shields up. He's only learning this now. I knew there was no coming back from what I'd done. And once I broke their curse, once I knew that I'd save them, I just wanted enough time to turn the dagger on myself. I only decided I wanted to live when she killed me, and I knew I had not finished whatever whatever it was I'd been born to do. And she looks at Reese, and his face is, de- like, there's just devastation on his beautiful face. And then it's gone, because he, he hides it. He doesn't want her to, like, see. So, imagine... Your soulmate wanted to kill themselves. That's gotta be... That's that's after, but she only oh. she wanted to make sure she did it only after you, she Tamlin. saved your people. My God, and I like this. I like this where like this was such an earth shattering like um, confession by her, and it, again it shows that these monsters like the Bone Carver they do have a humane society because even. Even the bone carver said gently. So even the bone carver is acknowledging like, oh shit, that was deep. And he's like, with the cauldron, you could do other things than raise the dead. And then he, this is, he, cause he, again, it's showing he knows more than he lets on because he knows what Feyre's true, like she wants to protect her family. It always, it always comes back to family. You could shatter the wall. He's literally warning her like, hey, this isn't just about like our side of the wall in Frinthian. This is, this affects mortals. Like you, this is big. And that's where the only thing keeping human lands, my family safe from not just Hybern, but any other fairies. Because we do know that, like, especially, like, lesser fairies, they tend to be, like, you know, like, think Naga. Like, they just go after things. They're horrible things. So, and he, he gives more. He, without a truth, he gives them more. Like, he does not get a truth in exchange for this. He is straight up helping them at this point. He's like, it is likely that Hybrid has been quiet for so many years because he's been hunting the cauldron. Like, he's like, literally, that's also, we talked about this. That's probably why Amaranth yeah, got I don't away with, deal with your shit so long because he was like, you're, I got more important things right now. Because he was, yeah, he was focused on finding the cauldron and learning its secrets. And he's like, resurrection of an individual probably was just a test of its power, which I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And so... He does let us know, though, that, like, when you use the cauldron, it's not, like, always at full power. Like, if you use it, it has to have time to replenish itself. That's good to know. It's good for us. And so she was like, is there a way to stop it? Once again, that's a question. That is a question. And Reese is even like, would you, like, don't offer him another truth. And then we see the bone carver cuts in, and he's, he literally answers her without asking for anything in return. And he's like, when the cauldron was made, it's dark maker. Like, who the fuck made the cauldron, man? Um, it's dark maker used the last of the molten ore to forge a book. The book of breathings. Which I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. So then, oh, my God. This is just, like, this is annoying because we find out that the book, of course, had its own. Like, it literally was, like, a key to the cauldron's power. It could do its own crazy things. So they're like, oh, this is too powerful. Let's break it in half. I'm like, this never goes well when you do these things. <laughs> it never goes well. Think of, like, Tomb Raider with the, the thing with the, the circle, the cradle of life. 
Or the triangle. Uh. Um, so one went to the Fae, one went to the six human queens. Uh, exactly. So we know um, that the book is with the uh, summer, High Lord of the Summer possesses one piece for the Fae, um, and it's keyed to his DNA. And I'm like, oh, that sounds tricky, but wait a second. Wait a second. Do we know anyone that has, like, high mm-hmm. fade DNA in them, you know? Like, some accord? <laughs> Think about, like, I don't know. Possibly. Reese's own mental shields because it thinks it's real, you know? I'm just saying. It sounds like something. Fa- yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. Also, like, damn it, Moss. Such a good, like, you know, like, when they bring her back to life at the end of Court of Thorn Roses with, like, they're each of their own powers, I would not have suspected yeah. that that would have had so many different effects. Like, moving, you know what I mean? Like, the, whoa, beautiful plot. So, and then we find out, and I think, yeah, is this yes. the first time we hear of the six mortal queens? I think so. Okay, so we find out, like, one belongs to the mortal queens. They're bitches. We hate them. Not all of them, but most of them. Um, and she, they were, like, they were crafty when they received their gift. They were basically, like, they used a, a high fade, a spell of the book, to bind it. So, and he's, like. So that if it were ever stolen, like, say, I don't know, a high lord tried to, like, you know, winnow into their castle and steal it, cough, cough, Reese, um, the book would melt into ore and be lost. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's really clever. And that's even the bone karma's like, oh, such clever, lovely creatures, humans, just great. And I'm like, no, they're horrible. Um, and then the, the bone carver's like lost the memory and like shakes his head and comes back to the present. He's like, but like, you know, if you reunite at both halves of the book. You'd probably be able to nullify the powers, like hopefully return it, like hopefully before it returns to full strength and shatters the wall. And I like this. It's kind of rude, but I understand. Where Feyre's like, I didn't even bother. He just fucked up the next couple months. Like this information was not what we wanted to hear. Yeah. And so like they turn away and he goes back to holding her hand. I find it adorable that he held her hand all the way through to the bone carver and then he holds her hand like all the way back. I'm like, oh, um, but she's like, I suddenly had no strength to even grip it back because this is like, she's, this is a big deal. Like this just, you know, they did not get the news they wanted. Like this is pretty much. And then of course, as they're leaving, the carver, um, picks up the bone that Reese had brought him and like, looks at it and he goes, I shall carve your death in here, Pharaoh. Like, fuck you. That's creepy. But I can't help it. Was he, did he mean like her true death or was he going to like carve the scene of her like death? when she was remade because that's what the bone was honestly could go either way you know i like to think he's a creepy bastard i like it could to go think that way. he wasn't I mean, being super he creepy just admitted and that he's he was a creepy just bastard, gonna carve so... her like i think i'm gonna say that he was gonna carve her death when she was made anew because that's what fascinates him i'm gonna go with that so as they're walking out they're quiet because obviously they're processing the shit news they just learned and she finally looks at Reese and she goes, what did you see? And he, he was like, oh, you first. And she's like, a boy, around eight, dark haired and blue eyed. And I just want to know, how did he, he even knows about the mating bond. How yeah. did he not put it together? Know. we know he doesn't. Like, we Who find is out thinking later that, that far like, in the future? He did not put it together. He I'm like, how did fuck you my life, they're like, going to destroy the wall. I don't think he's thinking, fair, oh, God, like, I'm going to have a child. That's fair, I guess. That's fair. But no, my thing, like, even, like, even remembering that, though, because he doesn't even, like, ever think back on it. I don't know. It just seems weird. But also, I feel like Feyre, I guess because you could, he could just appear as some rando, but I feel like I would sit there as Feyre and be like, 
I've literally never seen this child or anybody that looks like him in my life. Who is the, you know what I mean? But she just kind of is like, oh, he, I think she just automatically yeah. thinks he appeared as a child just to like creep her out. You know what I mean? Like it was just a random child. I don't know. So then this is fucking, this again shows that the bone carver knows way more about what's going on in the outside world and like what they're up to because we find out he appeared to Reese as Jurian. So Reese had to see his friend as he appeared the day he died before he like went to meet Amarantha on the battlefield. And I like the last line because it's literally what we've been saying. Feyre's like, I didn't want to learn how the bone carver knew we'd come to ask about them, LOL. Or how, how that we'd already, like, we were coming to ask about Jurian. And what, like, we get a creepy intro to the bone carver and we get a creepy, like, ending to his, like, little, this little oh, section fuck. of his appearance. And like, then we got the damn, weaver next, who I think is just fucking creepier. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, she definitely is. She's like, truly like she's out of all of this. She's like the truly evil one, in my opinion. <laughs> but like, also, I, I, I relate to that, that hardcore. To be pretty, I think we guys. all relate to that one, right? I'm like, okay. I mean, I may not murder people, but I mean, I'm not going to judge people for plastic surgery or anything like that. Like, you do you, boo. Just like maybe, yeah. like, okay. Not at so, the cost of any... other people's use and life force. I don't know. What are we currently reading? Well, let me just tell you. <laughs> so, guys, I went back. I went back. Okay, so I went back to some, like, typical male-female romance that you guys can actually write down and not be embarrassed <laughs> to read. <laughs> like, people can see you reading this and, like, you'll be okay. So, book three in the meet me in montana series which i can't remember if i've actually like told you guys about um it's a series by kelly elliott the first book holy shit do i love this book it's called never enough it's the best book in the series the second book is shit it's utter shit i hate it but then the third book is like it's all right it's all right so all i want to say is i recommend the first book only but this sparked a reread of like some like you know cowboy small town romance books <laughs> so after we fall by melanie harlow this is like more of like small town um i i'm a farmer you're a city girl there is a Hallmark sex scene movie, yeah. against a tree that's fucking steamy definitely recommend that um breaker by harlow ray this is a small town like second chance like they grew up together he's older she like fell in love with him forever she's an innocent beauty he's a bad boy from the wrong side of the tracks oh love that one i don't recommend the series just that one book but but well that's the that's the series that i said like uh, they had that beautiful you know just so that motorcycle romp they had that wonderful like wall sex scene and then it was like 50 percent of like nothing so <laughs> i do recommend those um great contemporary romances really steamy delicious scenes um super good super good so just want to say that <laughs> that's so hard to follow up on um so I finished uh, Daughter of the Pirate King, and, of course, I immediately ordered Daughter of the Siren Queen. I understand I should have gotten them both at the same time. Thanks, Madison. Um, 
but I did Amazon Prime it, and for once, like, they actually did, like, you know, the one-day shipping, and it really did come in one day, so that's nice. Um, but I'm already, um, I had already started A Deadly Education by Naomi Novak, uh, so I have to put off Daughter of the Siren Queen till this week, I guess, or eventually, I don't even know. Um, but A Deadly Education, yeah. guys, so if you remember, um, what was it, like, two weeks ago we went and got it, Madison? Yeah. Um, it was one that like Madison and I kept seeing on Instagram. We saw it on book, like I saw it on book talk. I saw, I, I think it even popped up on like some like Facebook thing where I was like, oh. <laughs> um, so that was, of course, Madison was like, that's it. We're going to get it. And lo and behold that we, we did. Um, so like I said, I'm about halfway through it and it is guys, it is so good. So it's really unique though. And it, it is one that you have to pay attention. So it's like a very, um, Obviously, you pay attention when you read. That was a dumb thing to say. Uh, it's but like you know what, I, like you know what I mean. It's one of those where you have to. It's like a deep read almost. So like, it's very unique. It's dark and it's like got some dark humor throughout it, like dry dark humor that's hilarious. And I I love it so much so far. Like so, Novak has created. It's like this insanely imaginative world um, where they're at the school, man. So think like Hogwarts, but on like crack and like death everywhere. Because the school is literally full of monsters. It's like in its own little void. You're cut off from the outside world for four years. Like you literally don't leave. Um, she's got like, she created one of the coolest magic systems I've encountered where like you have uh, mana, which is like good spirit. You know, you build it up and then you have mala, malia, mala, uh, which is bad. You can pull it from people. It's like you can pull life force. Like you go either way, like, you know. And the hero, uh, the heroine Gal Galvandrel, uh, she's a strong, she's complex, she's like a begrudgingly becoming a good person and like making decisions for the betterment of others instead of like trying to get herself through. Because the whole point is like you go through four years at this school, and then on your graduation, because it's high school age, on your graduation, you go down to the lowest level of the school, and it's the graduation hall, and you and all your classmates literally battle a bunch of monsters to get out of the gate through the school and let me put it this way there's like I think they said they start every every year of school there's like hundreds of students and by the time they get into the graduation hall it's usually down to below 100 that's how many people just die throughout their four years of schooling oh it's Madison's (laughs) making a face at me but there is death all over the place throughout these books it's crazy um but like so she she is really because um there's, this isn't really like a secret because it's in like the book summary. Thank God it has a book summary in the inside of the cover. We've been over that. Um, but like she, there's like, she's supposedly like, she's destined to be like this, some dark, like powerful, all powerful witch. And uh, so she kind of like lives her life trying to fight that. But like also she's starting to embrace her power, but not in a bad way. Like it's just this, this book is fantastic. I can't like, I love it. I love it so much. Um, it's number one. So I'm assuming I was going to say I'm assuming there's four books because there's four years, but they're already in their junior year in this book. So I don't know how many books will be in it. Um, maybe it's just a duology. I'm really I just I'm not sure. But I feel like there's a lot that could be done in the world outside the school, too. So I'm not quite sure how many books will be in this series. Um, either way, highly recommend it is not mine, super dark, that. super funny. It's perfect for spooky season, which we have a week left of, you know, so. So I'm still in Vanity Fair um, at the moment, but yeah. Madison so did Caitlin, give me a list of books you, to download, which I will be downloading today once I come out of my stupor that I'm in currently. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I like it. I gave her a list of Kindle Unlimited. Yes. So I have, she gave me a bunch of books, so I probably will download those um, later tonight. I've gotten a ton of um, people messaging me for recommendations. And I promise, guys, like, I do have more than just kinky recommendations, though. If anyone wants kinky recommendations, please reach out because (laughs) don't feel embarrassed. I will give them. Um, You will happily give them, too. Oh, my God. I know. Like, no shame. No shame. There is no. We do not book shame over here at uh, ACOTAR podcast. Not at all. There is no book shaming. Anywho, speaking of social media. Guys, subscribe, review, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, all over. Um, ACOTAR podcast. Um, so shout outs this week. We've got a couple. One, Sky's Library. Uh, I mentioned her earlier. One, she lives in Raleigh. So fellow NC resident, Hala. Um, she shouted us out in the comments of someone else's photo. Seriously, you have no idea how much shout outs in comments, uh, Insta stories, photos, they help. Like, seriously, uh, thank you. Also, if you aren't following her, go follow because her page is so beautiful. So beautiful. I was going to say, it's aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Oh. It oh my it, it it is so aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it's it's honestly beautiful. Like, um, I, I, I opened so her So, seriously, like, go oh. hit that up. Um, also, I have found some amazing fan art this week. Okay. Um, one, I just want to say, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Element of Julia. So this is Julia Hardy. She's a digital artist. Oh my God. One, just amazing work. Super steamy, which you know I'm all about. Um, she has some of our favorites. Uh, she's got some Silver Flame, some Nessian work, all of the Cruel Prints. Um, she's got a couple of the selection. Um, honestly, just like amazing work. She has some great stuff. Mm-hmm. So go over, look at that stuff. Um, there's also Connie Lou. She is a self-taught digital artist. Um, honestly, I love her pieces. Also, she has some Shadow Hunters, which. She- you know I'm all about. Plus, <laughs> oh my god, she has some great Throne of Glass. She has some Manon and Dorian work that I'm like, oh, Ooh. oh, you know I'm all about that. Um, so honestly, hit that up. Look at that fan art. You know we love fan art. Um, and seriously, guys, if you could, you know, shout us out. Like, let people know that you follow, you know, to listen to us. Put us in your comments, you know, put us on your Insta story. That would be so appreciative. Because you guys know that we're we're all about sharing, like, our love and obsession with Moss, with this series. Yeah. <laughs> when we get to throw in a glass. Uh, at least me for Crescent City. I don't know about Madison Caitlin. But, like, this is – I I just feel the need, like, okay – I have been having, Madison Caitlin can attest to this, I have been having a rough couple months uh, with things like outside and like real world shit. Um, And we talk about it every week, like before we record, recording this every week literally is like, it brings like such a light and just like, it's great. Okay, guys, like it's literally one of the highlights of my week every week. 
throughout the week when I get to see like you guys reaching out or we hear that you guys love the episode or we maybe maybe we made your commute better. Maybe we made your lunch break better or you, you kind of listened to an episode when you were just having a bad day and it made it better. Like that is amazing to us. And like, it's just, I, I thank you guys for listening and like, like keep supporting us so that we can like keep doing this because it like, as much as you guys enjoy it, I swear to you like a thousand times more is like how much we love doing it for you. So like, thanks really. Um, please no cheers. So with please that, no cheers. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, maybe not cheers for you unless it's Gatorade. <laughs> please no cheers. So, um, for me at least, uh, I'm going to say cheers to our high fae bays. 